yarn and she talks. This is Kiss and Tell Radio. Hello, friends. How are you all today in Cyber World? This lovely Wednesday. How are, Shar, today how are is- you? <laughs> I am fantastic. How are you? <laughs> so much. <my, laughs> so we pre-recorded because it's all right because it's the podcast. Shara's about to go in on me about what day it is because <laughs> we know it is not Wednesday. No, my schedule is this. set. You kind of had me freak out. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Today is not Wednesday, but when you, by the time you all hear this, it will indeed be Wednesday. Or after that, because the podcast, you can listen to it at any time you want. That yes. is the beauty of podcasts. Shout out to Apple and SoundCloud. I yes. messed that up. Charlotte, how are you? How was your week? How was your Valentine's Day? We talked about this last week, no, didn't we? No, we didn't have Valentine's Day yet. Oh my God, my Valentine's Day, do not laugh at me, y'all, but my Valentine's Day was spent alone. Really? But <laughs> the the younger too. guy that I'm talking to, he's actually responsible for give, giving me my uh, Lumi phone case. Oh, yeah. Shara walked in today so, with a giant new iPhone. And the, the, and the, the Lumi, the, the Kardashian case for selfies in the dark. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, um, my Valentine's Day was spent... I have to be honest, this is the first... I even called my mom about this because this is the first ever Valentine's Day where couples irritated me. Why? Like in public or like online? In public. And I didn't care online because I went out. um, I tried to treat myself to, you know, my favorite restaurant, Hot and Juicy, in which I went to twice last weekend, by the way. But, um... Mm -hmm. They just irritated me, seeing everybody hugged up. And I was asking Did you go on actual Valentine's Day? Yes. I By yourself? Asking, yes, but they didn't have a table. Like I said, a table for oh one, God. even on the patio. You know I don't mind. There's no shame in my game. I know. Even on the patio, and they were like, it's a two-hour wait. So what I ended up doing is I went to Food for Less, and I made, I, I bought all of the ingredients, and I made me a small pot of chicken and sausage gumbo. And, did and not I got, me? it was... I was spending my... Let me tell you. This <laughs> okay, is, was... Some of you guys are going to laugh at this, but I made a small pot <clears throat> of chicken and sausage gumbo. I bought me some red wine. And I was so hungry that when I was making the gumbo, I also bought uh, hummus and Triscuits. So I could snack on that while I'm stirring the gumbo. Nice little and order. so <laughs> my Valentine's Day was spent watching... Well, it was with J.B. Fletcher. You know, Jessica Beatrice Fletcher, as we affectionately know from... Murder, she wrote. Mm-hmm. And it just was like, okay, Char, where's the cats? But I try not <laughs> I try not to put emphasis on things like Valentine's Day. You all know this. I really yeah. try not to. It's just one fucking day. And I was fine on the 15th. But it just was the thought. I really was forced to ask myself, is this how I'm going to be? Making small pots of gumbo with red wine and watching Murder, she wrote. And so that is how I spent my Valentine's Day. But I still had a great time. Do not cry for me because I didn't cry for... It wasn't like I was like depressed. I really had a good time in my own solitude. But mm-hmm. like I said, I had to call my mom because it was something that I had never experienced before as far as being irritated, irritated couples. by couples. I had never in all of my 28 years well, I ever been irritated experienced too that. Because I mean, like Valentine's Day and Mother's Day are the two most booked days for restaurants. And I'm sure they're like... Because I actually worked. I got a part... I, you know about my part-time um, at the restaurant. Yes. It was a mess. 
and I was there until. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, guys. Sean got a new phone, and she wants to just act crazy. <laughs> I am so sorry. I was watching the clip. If you haven't seen it. It's of Virginia McLaurin's meet and greet with the president and the first lady at the White House. It's the cutest fucking thing. Sorry, just, you know how Instagram Back automatically plays. Back to my Valentine's plays. Day. But go ahead, yes. So I worked because I had no issue. My manager um, hit me up and said, do you want to work? And I said, of course I'll work. I don't have anybody to go to. So I worked, made my cash, bounced like a titty, and went home. <laughs> so it was great. I I enjoyed it. This funny thing is, like, I've always had extreme Valentine's Day. So I'm either, like, super single or I'm super, like, in a relationship. Super, like, booed up. Booed up. I'm going to tell you that the whole Tony Braxton concert and um, you guys about the hotel and I like, cooked the meal and da 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 Like, that was, like, what? extreme. I told you about that. Yes, you did. Yeah, where I got the surprise tickets to Tony Braxton in the desert, and I got, yes. instead of booking a restaurant, I booked a hotel with a kitchen, so I cooked the food myself, and we went and got drunk with the old, the leather boot mamas. And you are so there. romantic for that. You know, I have it in me. When I, when, when I try, I try, and I do, when I execute, but other than that, if I'm not in a relationship, like, I'm very dead inside. Um, so, yeah, it's also Black History Month. And it's been quite. It's winding down. The next time festive. we talk to y'all, won't it not be Black History? It'll it'll be Mar- will it will Kiss and Tell Radio have passed? Yes. The next time we I talk mean, to you all, live? oh no! The next time we talk to you all will be no. It'll, it'll be, the, be week before. the week before. Yeah, on the ninth. And actually, March is Women's History Month. So I did not even know that. Yes, I try to keep up with all of the months. Amen. I try to. June is Black Music Month. October is Breast Cancer Awareness. Latina Heritage and Creole History Month. Um, it's a whole bunch of stuff. Like, a whole bunch of different months. So, Beyonce got another month coming up. Does she pretty much own Black History Month? Yeah, Black History Month has been... This has been one of the best ones ever. If Cam Newton would have led the Panthers to that victory at the Super Bowl, it would have just been the blackest of black. Blackest. But, um... Yeah, I've loved Black History Month. Have you? I, I I definitely have. There's been so much going on. And it wasn't really expected. You know, like Black History yeah, Month, you talk about you like... you kind of know what's going to come. Yeah, you know like, we're going to talk about right. Martin and Rosa right, and Harriet and Harriet, Frederick. And Road. Yeah, 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 all yeah. that. But it's, it's been quite the... Um, actually, last time we were here, we talked about Beyonce's Super Bowl performance. But we didn't really talk about the aftermath. And what has ensued since Beyonce got on stage. And she has remained silent, mind you. No, she said something at the Grammys, something very subtle. It was very subtle, but she's still just minding her black ass business. Like, they they were just, her and Michelle and all the girls were just at Kelly Rowland's birthday party. And you were actually with Beyonce last night. I was about to say, I actually ran into B last night. Um, I went to Solange's wine and grind party, and Mama Tina was there with her husband Richard, and Beyonce and Jay-Z were there, and... We all danced and indulged in the open bar and just had a really, really good Solange time. Mm-hmm. But um, what I find fascinating is literally Beyonce, it's like she knew that this was going to happen. So I love that the closing line in formation is, you know, you that bitch when you cause all this conversation. Because mm-hmm. it's a beautiful, sweet um, serendipity about how she has remained totally fucking right. silent about everything, but there's all of this conversation going on, revolving formation in her performance and her name and stuff. So right. there's been the the boycott happened in New York where two people showed three. up. Three, three, and one three of now? which well, it was three, three, and one of which had not even seen the Super Bowl performance. Oh, Jesus. 
He had not even seen. So you don't even know what you're protesting. He just said that he believes that all lives matter. Boy, if you don't go sit down somewhere, this is not what this is about. Mm -hmm. But I have to shout out Cherno Biko. That's my homegirl. She is a fabulous trans woman from Ohio who moved to New York. And she was out there, but um, not for the Beyonce protest. She was out there for the pro-Beyonce rally. She was mm -hmm. one of like the 50 beehivers out there. That and showed she up. is and all on Mashable and BuzzFeed because people, the media was there and she was charging people up. Mm -hmm. So what's your problem with B? Like charging people up. So it was hilarious. Don't answer the beehive. We learned that from SNL. Yes. Oh, that skit was so mm -hmm. funny. The day amazing. Beyonce turned black. No, I'm, I'm talking about the other one. Oh, the Beejancy. The, 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 the Beejancy. Yeah, 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 yeah. How yeah. do you announce it that? Yeah. B-E-Y is B to me. I'm sorry. It's not the Bayhive. Bay. It's not Bay. It's B. B. It's yeah, not I mean, the Bayhive. It, it, it's like nails on a chalkboard when white people say Bayhive. It's not Bay. Her name is not Beyonce. So why would you do B-E-Y and translate that to Bay? Probably because they're silly. That's B. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar had an amazing performance. Phenomenal. At the Grammy Awards. Phenomenal. Also sort of conversation. Well, actually sort of another conversation of an article that uh, my sister... And I, did you send that to me as well? About... Um, women in politics and how it was such a big deal for Beyonce to do something but then no one really talked yeah, about Yeah, because that's wrapped in misogynoir. Right. Um, and I really do believe that because no one, no one is talking about the Kendrick thing. But in fairness, this isn't the first time Kendrick has given That's us something exactly because he said, did We Gonna Be All Right, right and right. things like that. Plus, Beyonce is the bigger star and has the larger platform. And for the most part, she's been a pretty packaged pop princess for the 20 the years that we've known right. her. She's been so. very mainstream, very, you know, diplomatic exactly. and everything. She never so. really has done it. Even with, like, you know, her, a huge, a huge part of our fan base is um, the gays. And even when like gay marriage came out, all she did was like run with the rainbow flag. No, like, she wrote she wrote a handwritten. You know when she this when she? she was going through her handwritten uh, note phase on her website. She did a handwritten thing for equality and really and same sex marriage. Yes. I remember that was a huge issue with some people because you know her fan base is so huge. And like I would think she's not as big as Gaga when it comes to like you know equality no. and stuff like that. No. Gaga, she's all about like my my monsters. Um, but yeah, I mean, good for her. Go Beyonce. Go Bay or B. Please don't do that. <laughs> don't ever do that around me, guys. Um, it's like someone chewing with their mouth open. ABC has its first black president with a um, horrible wig. That's beside the point. Listen, <laughs> I'm not here to I'm not here to pick her apart. But there was a Twitter discussion amongst black women as to why all of the quote-unquote high-ranking black women in power or whatever have these awful wigs. Like who? Shonda Rhimes. Um, okay. Like this Who's, new... What's that, what's the reporter that is always on the... Um... Pam, um, I forgot her last name. She looked like... So, yeah, it was just, that was lighthearted. I don't want you all to, to misinterpret that as me picking apart her, her appearance because she still is a black girl who rocks. She She's still the first is, black person to lead a major network. Yes, yes. And how fitting. ABC is the most diverse mm -hmm, network. Mm -hmm. The most. Scandal, how to go with murder. They show blacks. They show Latinos. They show Asians. They show gays. They mm -hmm, show trans people. Mm -hmm. And they incorporate all of these quote unquote uh, like marginalized uh, groups, they show them as human. 
it's trans people telling the stories. It's black people telling the stories and it's not care. Like ABC is the best and their, their networking is the best. Everything from modern family to the Goldbergs, to blackish, mm -hmm. to scandal, to great, like, ABC is the shit. Well, that so. was a huge part of the argument with getting her hired as a bow because they wanted to like implement more diversity. So that's one of the reasons why she did get the job. She's, I'm sure she's qualified. She's pushed um, Scandal, How to Be with Murder of Nashville Once Upon a Time. Which have you ever seen? Oh, that has show? Nashville come back? Now I love. I've been with Nashville since this uh, series mm -hmm. premiere. But I, they take such long hiatuses. I feel like they're going to come to a close. Like, I feel like in the summer they're going to announce that the fall season will be the finale. I just feel that way. I oh, hope not because it's a great show. Have you but, seen Once um, Upon a Time? No, I did not get into Once Upon a Time. I watched I the first did. season. Pierre and them love Once Upon a yeah, Time. Yeah, I think after a while like, it just got really, like, almost incesty Because it was, like, Peter Pan sleeping with, like, Cinderella, who's also, like, Married to the Beast, but then they have a kid no. named Belle. It's just like, it just got really like, this is also It just cousin. tangled too much. And I was just like, okay, And so. I feel like they just, like, with some of their previews, I'm like, damn, like, Frozen just came out last week, and now you all are doing the Frozen. And right. That. So, I don't know. And then Mr. Boss, I was like, that's not even Disney. But, like, all of a sudden, Belle, and, not Belle, uh, Dorothy is walking down the street with Toto. They, do, do you watch American Crime? That's phenomenal this season. With OJ. Okay, now that's American Crime story on FX. ABC has a show called American Crime. It came out last year. It's an anthology, kind of like American Horror Story, mm -hmm. where last season had a theme, and okay. now this season okay. has a theme. What's the you theme need to get season? into American Crime. It's about uh, rape within a high school, but it's boys. That's a whole And nother, athletes. That's a whole nother. It's athletes, like stars of athletes? the basketball team, stars of the wrestling team, raping their class, like allegedly, like it's crazy. Raping their classmates? Or yes. like the teachers are? No, 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 no. Oh, These are students. Each other. Raping, and it's boys. It's not oh. the storyline of, oh, you know, a girl gets raped. This is how people react to a young man saying that he was uh, yeah. violated. There was actually a show, um, it was Law and Order, where a parole officer was raping the clients. And they must have got that like, from the Daniel Holtzclaw um, in Oklahoma City, that one police officer that was going to the quote-unquote ghettos of Oklahoma City, and he was raping. Remember, he raped all the black women. They ranged in ages from 15 to like 50, and he just got put away for like 200 and something years, like his three life sentences. Absolutely, but yeah, it was this big thing in Oklahoma City. It yeah. just happened at the end of last year. Well, it's crazy that people even, like, because I don't think we, wait, did we ever discuss this here, how I was raped? No. Oh, uh, we discussed that at Kiss and Tell New York, and that... We, we, we have never discussed Oh, uh, okay. Well, long story short, this is... I implemented this um, conversation because there was a situation with a guy in New York who was an ex... Uh, he was an ex-NBA um, player, and he was found dead in his SUV. Mm. And they met the guy on Jacked. Um, okay. So... Not, sorry, not on Jacked. Jacked is my people. On Grinder. And so, basically, I was just implementing, like, you know, you guys have to be really safe, meet in public places, like, you know, everything is so digital nowadays when it comes to dating. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you really have to be safe when you are looking up with these people. That's one and of the storylines on American Crime, this one guy. 
Yeah. One of the star, one of the athletes battling with his sexuality, he linked up with someone from online. Mm-hmm. They took him to the. It was very much. Have you seen Monster, the movie with Charlize Theron when she got yeah. really ugly? It was a scary scene because it was so real. But go ahead, finish yeah. your story. Well, that's kind of. Well, I just kind of use my own personal example and testimony to kind of share that story and get people like you know it's real and it can happen in anybody and like you don't know like you're because I, my drinks were spiked or um not poison was it was is it spiked is that the term for drinks mm-hmm. yeah yeah he spiked my drinks wow. and i wasn't paying attention because i was just like oh yeah free drinks and then they ended up being a situation later on that night where i just told lost total recollection of like mm. what was going on and i woke up and he was on top of me and so I kind of used that as an example to mm-hmm. just, you know, it can happen to anybody. So that's funny. Yeah, that I don't, that's one of the main reasons why I don't play around with rape culture. Like, you will immediately mm-hmm. get blocked. And I even had friends who, you know, tried to make Cosby jokes and things like that. And it just, I had to let them know <sighs> that does not sit well with right. me. You know, when it was fresh. Right. Uh, when it was a, a hot button topic on the tip of everyone's lips and they were... Um, making jokes about certain things. Right, and, that ain't um, cool. No, but it most certainly is Moving not. forward from that, um, you know, Rachel, you know Rachel. Di- Dolezal. Yeah, do you hear where she um, named her son? Yes, Langston, Langston Atticus. Atticus. Dolezal, two powerful names. <laughs> Atticus Finch from To Kill a, to Kill a Mockingbird and Langston, of Langston course, Hughes. from Langston Hughes. Mm-hmm. And so, and also, did it, it came out today that um, one of the representatives of the Langston Hughes um, Foundation, I'm not sure if it's the foundation with the exact title is, but basically his organization, um, R- Arnold uh, Romper said, actually said that he, you know, he's a fan of the naming of this child, mm-hmm. Les Langston. I mean, it's, it's a good name. And- I don't think we should demonize the child. Um no. The name for me, as far as where I personally stand, it's not up for critique. Like, I really don't have an opinion on it. It's it's a strong name. And hopefully that child will be raised in a loving environment and know Mm -hmm. who he is. And more power to, I mean, I don't agree with uh, Rachel Dolezal and her lying ass, but... More power to her. Or just confused. You know, she's kind of late, late, low, and minded her business. And she was on the reel. She did an interview. I know, but I'm saying she has not been out like that. Um, and her wig on the reel was horrible. So you coming for all the wigs to this episode? I well, I need to watch my mouth because I just got a new um, hair system. Yes, that sure. has yet to be installed, and I don't need to begin red. So we'll see on Kiss and Tell with this fabulous premiere. Um, shout out to D. Ray. He's running for the mayor of Baltimore. Um, you can check out his stuff online. And Riri, her album dropped as well. And Shar is shaking her head, and she is, I can just tell she is not a fan. Um, I, I love mean, Rihanna, but I'm just disappointed in her. I'm very disappointed in her. I think one thing we can all agree upon is that her brand is a lot stronger than her actual music. Her actual, uh, her videos, plural, dropped today for work. Um, first one was giving me, like, Langston's in Brooklyn. Um, if you haven't been there, Langston's is this, um, this club in Brooklyn. It's, uh, like, off of North Avenue. No, sorry, Franklin. 
um, a few blocks south of the A train. And we used to go to Langston's and you walk in there, it is a sweat box. It is men just shirtless, dancing around. Actually, really? my friend told me about his experience there where he just got so like intoxicated, took off his shoes. Like it is very, it is no cooth in that place, but it's fun. Um, for about an hour or so, but after that, you're like, I'm too high, I need to go. Yeah. Um, so that's what her video reminded me of. Her second one was cute. It was her and Drake on the couch in some pink room. Mm-hmm. I like the second one better than the first. Yeah, this, the first one was very typical, and I felt like I'd seen that before. It was giving me, like, big, not Big Sean, uh, Sean, Sean John. What's that rapper? Diddy? Um... Just give me the lie. Sean Paul. There That's we go. That's so funny because Azalea Banks tweeted, I don't follow her, but someone um, retweeted it that she said it was giving her recycled baby boy leftovers. Baby, Beyonce uh, baby boy. Mm, baby boy was more, more no. Like out on an island. On an island, right. You know? She was like in a, it was kind of a shack, but it was like, I remember she was on that. Did you ever see the clip? Let me tell you something. I did, no, I stopped. Like, I'm rooting for Rihanna, but she really irritates me. Why does she irritate you? And I don't know how the Navy does it. Because to me, she's just full of shit. She can be full of shit. And it started with her Pour It Up video. The single was released, like, fucking Thanksgiving. We didn't get a visual till July of the next year. Mm-hmm. And it just... I don't know. Like, this is why I am a proud Beyonce fan. One of the m- main reasons. Because Beyonce has never... Knock on wood, let me down ever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Rihanna. I'm a Rihanna fan too, but it's just like, damn, the visual for work should have been when out when the single was released because you knew that people were thirsting for this album for over a for year. A year when it was raised. Over a year when it was raised. When four or five <laughs> seconds came out, people were like, okay, maybe it's got a different. Like you'd release three singles, mm-hmm. bitch, but I have my, none and of which singles were on the album, right? Right. I wouldn't put them on there either. But um, I really do like Rihanna, but she disappointed me. Her um, canceling her Grammy performance at the last minute and this late-ass video and the album. I'm still confused about the album. I love Kiss It Better. That's my favorite song mm-hmm. on the album. That's giving me like 80 strip tees. But why is it called Anti? It's The cover is a picture of Rihanna when she's like eight years old. I thought it was like is, her niece or something. No, that's a picture of Rihanna because this mm-hmm. is her eighth album. So she has a picture of her when she's eight years old on the cover of the album. There's a crown and blood. Like when I hear anti, I think rebelliousness. I think maybe she was going to take a direction kind of like, like rated R. For, formation um, type thing. Like kind of just really just go there. And it's full of sappy mid-tempo love songs. So I'm just confused as far as conceptually what the album is and what are the other singles going to be because there's nothing up-tempo. Like... I don't know. I'm just, like I said, I'm a little disappointed in her right now this quarter. So I'd just rather not. And then she postponed the tour. It's like literally what's next, Rihanna? What is next? Yeah. No, I definitely think that the the execution of Ante was trash. Like, this album was supposed to come out. She had so many releases, release dates. She had parties. Like, that really, the cover release party was, what, like six months ago? Something retarded, and she just didn't bring an album. And when the album came out, it was a mistake. It was out there for two minutes. They streamed it exactly, and then like it was just it was very poorly executed. And I th- but I do think that Rihanna just kind of did what she wanted to do this album because she's she brought this credibility, and people were gonna buy it regardless just because of her name. And that's why I always say that like, her brand is a lot stronger than her actual music. Um, but I mean, the people the album finally dropped. People love it. People were mad at her because I mean I was I was with my cousins yesterday, mm-hmm. and they're 16 and they were supposed to go to this concert. I think the concert was next week, 
and now they've postponed it to a Monday in May. And they have school, like, they're teenagers. And so they're like, I don't even know how if I could go to the concert that I was waiting for. They bought her expensive-ass Puma shoes. So, I mean, the thing about Rihanna, she just don't care. Um, but, I mean, that, but that's just But her. I'm saying, that's disappointing. There's only so much longer she's going to be able to troll the public like that before people are like, girl. And then you have to keep in mind, there's new girls popping up every day and they want the same thing. And someone can easily be pretty prettily packaged in a Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't for, don't you ever for, for a second yeah. get to thinking you're irreplaceable. In the music industry, are you kidding me? But she's definitely, she's... Mm. I'm not saying, I'm not questioning, not saying that she has not worked hard to get where she is. What I'm saying is, don't ever think that you're irreplaceable. You must not know about Because some little girl is being groomed right now to take your spot. That's not what and uh, at the rate, her face was supposed to be. At the Rita Ora, allegedly. Right. At the rate Rihanna's going, that girl very well <laughs> may, may take the damn spot. Mm-mm-mm. Well, do you have anything else for Black History Month? Um, I don't. It's been really full. And like unexpectedly full. But I'm Jam happy about packed. it. Jam packed. So it is still February. So we're going to talk about some questions that came my way. Some Q&A with Jason Shar. Um, this question came and it was, the question was posed as my friend is being a thought and I don't want to be guilty by association. Mm-hmm. What do I do? And I thought this has actually been, I thought this has actually been a situation that I've kind of been in myself and I kind of like, Oh, I don't know. But at the same time, like what I realized about people is that people are going to talk regardless. People, regardless. You're fucking in public, What does that have like, to do with me? That's the, what, how I look at it. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this person, I really wish they would have included their age so I could get a better understanding of where they're coming from. Cause if you're 16, I get it. If you're 29, I don't because, I just feel like socially, the older we get, the whole notion of the guilty by association thing kind of flies out of the window because then you realize that while you do have your friends, like if there's a group of friends, you realize the common thread, Mm -hmm. what bonds you all. But you also realize that there are complexities to everyone that have nothing to do with you. That have nothing to do with you. So you're not guilty by association. There's elements of people that kind of like, you know... That's my whole friend. And I, my friend, my, I'll call him my Sam Jones. He's saved in my phone as Sam Jones. Mm-hmm. And I love him because he's just so much more sexually liberated. Not to say that I'm not, but he's a lot more sexually liberated than I am. And I love that aspect of him. But at the same time, those characteristics about me that bounce, up, bounce out our relationship. Right, so there's to do no... With our relationship. I'm associated with people out here who do things that I wouldn't even imagine doing okay i have friends out here who i'm watches i have people out here who i'm associated with Mm -hmm. who i'm literally it's like oil and water but we have some sort of commonality that links us together Mm -hmm. so i just don't feel like mm -mm. and thought friends are fun i love thought friends it depends because i get it has to be thought friend with no emotion because don't come to me with that sensitive shit if you out here slinging your pussy or slinging your penis from Riverside to Hawthorne <laughs> Beach, and then it's in the pier. Hawthorne getting, Beach. Getting, I don't know. Manhattan Beach. I don't know. <coughs> Redondo Beach, there and then go. sitting up there getting your feelings. So, and then I'm not one of the like I used to get a kick out of sharing the stories and listening to the stories, but I don't really care anymore. Really? I don't. I love a good thought story. 
I don't I care. Really you know, the it. only way, and I hate to sound like this fucking pop culture consumer, but this is the girl that I am and I'm not apologizing for it. The only way that I'm really interested in hearing a thought story is if, if it's a, with someone of prominence. I don't mm. care if it's someone that you met at Rage. I really, I swear to God, I don't. But if it's someone that slid in your DMs who uh, was just nominated, just won their first Grammy last week, I want to hear all the juicy details. That's just how I am now. Like, day-to-day sex doesn't interest me because I don't, I really, believe me when I say I don't care. When there's a story, though, like, it's not a funny story. It's just like, yes. And, like, I just, I would be, like, cheering them on, but I'm not even there. You're not interested. No. no. I am. So if you ever have thought stories, please let me know because <laughs> I stay out of my mentions. Stay out of Shards. Unless they're with someone at Jace Barron or just email me because I really enjoy, like, I actually, I really enjoy talking. I once was going to be a sex therapist. Really? Mm-hmm. That does not surprise me. Yeah. I just enjoy talking about sex. And, like, I was really, like, looking into it. And I even asked my mom, who's a physician. She's OBGYN, but she doesn't really do anything with the mind or mental health. OBGYN, um, like, Dr. Love. In Florida. Mm-mm. Well, do you, did I ever tell you that the, um, Dr. Love, I can't, um. You know who I'm talking about, right? That little boy. But the six, 18-year-old boy yes. that was um, teasing people. Have you seen his interviews? Yeah, you know, I have Twitter, my Twitter feed just had jokes for days. Like, that was one of the best days on Twitter when his interviews. Only in Florida. He needs help. Yeah, he's a creep. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really enjoy talking about sex. So if you well, have that's any what works sex, for you. I mean, I'm not approved. I feel like people are gonna walk away from this like you oh want my a God, scandal. Shar is single. She's prude. She didn't like no. I am in no way, shape, or form approved. It's just that you want a scandal. I don't want a scandal. Well, if you're sec- a scandal if it's your a pop secret, culture. yes, your secret is safe with me. Rest assured, because my mind has a lot of secrets in them, <laughs> both <laughs> mine and other people's. So don't don't get confused that just because I do this broadcast thing that I'm going to be telling your tea. Because I'm not. I'm not that girl. I do mm-hmm. not betray the confidence of people. However. Like I said, day-to-day sex with a Joe Schmo that you meet in West Hollywood, it, it just does not pique my interest at all. At all. Well, you get tweet me, and I am not judgmental because I have my fair mm-hmm. share of stories as well, regardless of who I is today. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, about the Guilty by Association, grow up. Um, you'll be fine. People yeah, are really. themselves, and people are going to talk regardless. And like I said, there are different complexities to friendships. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're in high school, I can see why that would bother you. Unless if they're you're... ditching you at the club, leaving you by yourself to go mess around with someone else, and you guys had plans, stop. Well, I mean, if they do that, then that needs to be the end of the friendship. As soon as you mm-hmm. hop in, as soon as your Uber drops you off at home, I would never pick up another call from them. Mm-mm. I would never. There are friends that I get it. Like, we have good lines of communication, so I'm prepared. But if you leave me... Like, seriously, like, I can't stand people that are that hot in the draws. Mm-hmm. And they are. They're out there. Oh, I know. So, Shar, I know you never, you said you never had a relationship before, but you've had several. I have sis- never said that. Yeah, you never had, sorry, yeah, you haven't had a boyfriend in 10 years. Yes. Direct quote. Um, <laughs> so, question, how do you recover from relationships? How do I recover from relationships? Or what are your advice to someone who is... I don't even know if I'm qualified to, to answer this because my last boyfriend, I broke up with him in the name of all that was right and good because I knew that going into my freshman year <coughs> at college, at out college. of state, 
I was not, for one, I knew I wasn't interested. So you got to know what you want. I knew that I was not interested in a long distance relationship mm-hmm. at 18 years old. For what? Okay. For two, for I why? knew that I was going to start a new chapter in my life. And I, like I said, I broke up with him in the name of all that is good and right. So that way, when I got down to Langston University, I could thought pocket out without having to feel guilty. Um, but I have never been, I, I guess because I've done the broke, breaking up with, I've oh, never been but hurt. But there was, I was hurt with uh, one boyfriend when I was 16 who I think I shared this story. He could contract it like chlamydia or gonorrhea or something a week oh, and I was gone. I was very, 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 very hurt. That was the only time in my life I can remember kind of like crying myself to sleep. But I was also firm in my decision with breaking up with him. If he had been persistent in getting me back, then I might have folded. I don't know. But because he wasn't, that made it the, the break even an uh, even cleaner one. Um, mm-hmm. So... With getting over relationships, I feel like everybody is kind of like custom tailored to their own vices. And you just really have to know yourself. Sometimes ice cream and sweatsuits, that's what people run to and that's what works for them. Other times, people want to be more creative. Maybe want to go to the beach and write a song or something or write a poem. Like it just, you just have to know yourself. And Mm -hmm. I feel like breakups really affect people who may not know themselves or maybe looking for themselves through a potential partner so then when you don't have that partner now all of a sudden it's the end of the world but if Mm -hmm. you know yourself and you know what you like doing and you really like like i keep saying know yourself that i don't think that's not saying that your heartache will be you know less right any less But you'll get over it faster. Right. I no, I, that, that's a really good point that you said as far as like knowing yourself. So I think a lot of people in relationships, they put their quote unquote all into it. But sometimes you just need to remain and have like a sense of yourself regardless of who or how deep you are into any relationship. Um, a good quote that I heard um, was from the show called Love on Netflix. We were actually just watching it outside. Okay. Um, and the guy was like, you know, you need to really focus on feeling not feeling better, but just feeling. Because sometimes, like, people are like, oh, no, you'll feel better, you'll, you'll or feel better, feel better, feel better. But sometimes you just need to fucking grieve. And, like, you just and, need and, to and deal with it. you know what? That it. reminds me of something that Ayanna Van Zandt said. And what it really said? helped me. This was years ago. You know, I've been following this woman for years. But she said that even her, as this, like, guru life coach, people expect her to be on all the time. And she said, when you do have feelings, disparaging feelings, allow yourself to have them and sit in it. Mm-hmm. For Marinate. the time being. For the but time being. But guess what? You, at 6 o'clock p.m., when exactly. you said that you were done, you got no more crying. You're done. fully express it. Some days you wake up and you mad at the world. Mm-hmm. You just mad at the world. And you have to give yourself permission to be mad at the world. But the, I guess the double conundrum that could come with that is you have to watch what you also put out there. So you could be mad at the world, but don't go around treating people like shit because you know whatever you put out is going to come back to you. So it's 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 a it's it's funny how you have to deal with emotion and uh, reacting to yeah. emotion. I mean, I, I definitely think you need to deal with it. I think a lot of people when they come when they break up, like they they use um, other people or partying or drugs or whatever just to like not think about it, mm-hmm. but, and they, instead of dealing with it, so then you have a month of, you know, binge drinking and hula hot and all over. And pizza. And pizza and ice cream and Snicker bars. And random dick. And then, right, 
and then a month later you're like, oh wait, now nah, I'm crying and I'm sad about it because you took a month to do whatever. It. A like, lot of people are like that though. There are. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful. I don't know how I would. If I would even be able to function if I was not in touch with my emotions and let things out when I need to let them out. I'm not a fester-upper. If that, I know that's not a word, but I don't let things fester like some bad sore. No. Mm-hmm. We go straight to the straight to the root and it gets addressed with anything. That's even with my friendships. I know with my roommates, um, things can be sometimes polarizing because I am that girl, but I feel like they respect me for that. I'm not about to sit up here and have something happen in the house and roll my eyes about it for, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just let it build. No, I'm typically 9.8 times out of 10 going to say something to you. Right. So, and that is just how I've always been. That is what works for me. And that's actually a trait that I got from my mother. My dad isn't like that. My dad is very quiet and he deals with his emotion in a different way. But my mother is very... Well, I... Call but you, you know carpet. what? That's... Because men and women are different. Have you ever seen that picture of, like, breakups with men and, like, the man yes. is, like, partying and then, like, and like then whatever he later sad. he's, like, sad. Then the girl, then the girl is, like, is crying and then she's and happy. She's happy and, That's yeah. exactly how it works. How it and is. men are prideful. I'm the same exact way. There's a lot of things that I will not deal with just because I just don't want to. I don't have the energy. Well, I have the energy to do it, but I just don't want to put it into that because I don't want to deal with it. And then later on, it, I, it'll I just overflow you, it like feels, a bucket of water. I promise you, it feels so much better if you take the time out and air your grievances. I'm learning. I'm learning. It is so much better. Yes, and I'm one, not getting over anybody. I'm fine. But. One thing that I'm learning, and I feel like people around me are learning about me, is uh, I feel like I'm getting back to myself. Meaning that in my early 20s, when I was done with you, I was done with you. Something happened within my mid-20s where it's kind of like there's been leeway with that. Mm-hmm. And now I find myself getting back to who I originally was. And that's not to say that people can't be redeemed and things like that. But when I'm done, I'm done. And that's just yeah. what it's going to be. That's just Because that, that may not work for you, Jace, but it works. It's been working for me. Yeah. No, I'm definitely... I'm, I'm getting... I, I spent my 20s trying to be married and like the older that I get and it's funny because I was like, having this conversation the other day with my friend and I was like dang it I get when I was 21 22 years old dating these 29 year olds who were just jaded as hell not to say that I'm like completely jaded but they were just like uh, like why are you acting so crazy and I get it now that I'm that age like you know we're both 20 years old mm-hmm. and I'm just like okay well you know I just have to be realistic with what I put myself into and not waste my time with certain situations and take your time as well you do take, take your, your time. time and like there's people that you could be dating for like six months and people are like well you need to have three months of this and then da-da-da-da. no like, and nope. think like a man and all nope. that bullshit throw no. that structure right out the window you go with the flow get to know somebody and really and like i love getting to know somebody on a friendship level that where there's kind of like that cute little like flirtatious thing like uh-huh. you know you're getting to know each other you guys are friends but you're kind of like mm, wink wink more than friends Maybe I'll fucking, maybe I'm not, whatever the case may be. But just every situation is different. And I think that's something to take in mind when you get to know somebody. But as far as actually recovering, I think Char brought up a good point with actually, like, knowing yourself and getting back to yourself. And take yourself on, on a date. You know, maybe not Valentine's Day when everything is booked. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, treat yourself. Like, buy like yourself. Like, really treat yourself. Yeah. Take yourself to a nice restaurant. Like, if you have $100 to spare... 
that's something that I like. I'm a restaurant mm-hmm. girl. Some people like movies. Some people like active stuff. But I love a good meal with a good, like a meal where there's no restrictions. Like, oh, I want to get the wine, but I don't know if I can afford that with my $50 pasta. No, 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 no. I'm getting a table for one and I need an appetizer, an entree, mm-hmm. and maybe two glasses. Like that literally just And turn your euphoric. phone off. It's euphoric for me. Sit there and just basking yourself and enjoy your meal and enjoy your food. Talk to your server. Enjoy, Get to know them. You need to enjoy time with yourself. I think that's a key thing that people mm-hmm. fail in relationships. If you can't stand being with you by yourself, what the hell makes you think somebody else is going to want to be with you? Amen. If you can't stand your own company, what on God's green earth makes you think that somebody else going to want to tolerate you and your bullshit? You have to be content with yourself. You just have Amen. to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those are just some. And if you guys have more questions, please shoot them to us because we love to talk. And like I said, you can shoot me the sex questions and we'll talk about it. Um, Char would just have to join in. I'm sorry, girl. Um, <laughs> Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> All right, so that is a wrap for the 15th episode. And we actually pointed out earlier, Shar did, and we both realized after it was posted, but the Valentine's Day episode was actually episode 14. This is episode 15. We are, this has been going on for a while since, what is that, July? We started this in in late July, I believe. Late July, yeah, bi-weekly. Late July, early August, Mm -hmm. somewhere around there. Um, So shameless plugs of this episode, absolutely me. The book, the novel, is being released in a couple weeks. Pre-orders are done on February 26th, which is a Friday. So if you want a free, sorry, free shipping signed copy, um, copy of the book, please order so from jsparin.com. Also, Cassantel LA, hosted by Char Jossel, will be on March 13th. Mm. Are you ready? Are you mentally prepared for this? It's going to be a big show. I, I think I am ready. For it, mm-hmm. I just need to, you know, physically, I need to get an outfit, I need to get mm-hmm. shoes, and I need to get my goddamn hair done. The hair. But I am, I'm fine on any scale. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm prepared for anything that requires the level of responsibility that comes with this. Yeah. So I'm not prepared. I will, I will be busting my ass for the next few weeks. I like woke up at one o'clock in the morning with anxiety and didn't go back to sleep until two thirty. Um, there's so much to do, but it's going to be good. It's going to be gravy. There's a lot of stuff in the pot. Brewing I promoted it a lot. Pierre hosted a game night the other night, and there were Dope. people that I didn't. That was Saturday. Yes. The Bonds came by. There yes. were people there that I didn't know and things like that, and um, I was promoting the event there as well. So um, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to a great turnout. Those of you who I've never met before listening, I'm looking forward to meeting you mm-hmm. and talking with you. And, yeah, I'm excited. We got about three weeks. Three weeks. Oh, my God. Three weeks. Okay. Yeah, signing out. (laughs) (laughs) RSVP on KATnetworks.com. Char. And you can find me everywhere at Char Says So. And also check out CharSaysSo.com, even though I will be revamping my website soon. Also, tonight, it was juicy. Yesterday, the Real Housewives of Atlanta rounded out their trip in the Bahamas. And, of course, the Real Housewives of Potomac. I will be doing the After Buzz TV after shows tonight. Go to AfterBuzzTV.com for all of those details. Amen. Blessings. Love you guys. See you soon. Right. Two weeks. Bye, y'all.